Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Now the time is 6.35 exactly. Volkswagen, Virgin Media, Bank of Ireland and even so-called influencers were among the entities to have their knuckles wrapped by the Advertising Standards Authority in its latest quarterly assessment of misleading or inaccurate adverts. The advertising watchdog examined 13 individual cases and fully upheld nine of them. Orla Toomey is the Chief Executive of the Advertising Standards Authority of Ireland and is on the line. Good morning, Orla. Good morning. Orla, how many complaints did you get in in a year or month from the public? I'm I'm sure it's way more than 13. Oh, well, we on average, we get between 12 and 1500 complaints a year. So it can vary from month to month, as you can understand. Not all complaints go through to full adjudication. They might be out. Only 1%, only 1% by the sounds of things. Uh, no, it's actually around uh, between fifteen and twenty percent. Right. Okay. We we'll go to overall. We we'll go to the complaints committee. In which, um, which so, you, which you have a, a serious look at all the cases. Is that it? Oh, absolutely. Every case is assessed to see whether it's within the remit of the code. Is is the is the type of media within the remit of the code? Is the what's being complained about? Is it advertising? Um, and is this re- in with remit? And then is there a basis for the complaint? Because sometimes. Someone might not like an ad, but that's not itself a basis um, for us to take any action. And then we would go through a full investigation process where we consider that there is a basis for the complaint. And at that point, we then assess whether it needs to go to the complaints committee or not. And so anything that needs to be formally adjudicated upon will go to the complaints committee and other cases we deal with on an informal basis is it based, getting, on pre, based on precedent. <laughs> is it getting tougher to police adverts, given the plethora of adverts online in all sorts of media? Um, Well, I suppose certainly it is a game changer compared to where it was, say, a decade ago. Uh, But that's that's our reality and that's where we're at. My sense and my my experience is that most advertisers um, are set out to convey a, a honest and true message to their audience because they want their audience, they know their audience, their consumers need to trust them. Sometimes what happens is mistakes can be made and we will, um, you know, on those cases, we will adjudicate because it's important that everybody else learns. It's important to sense check your advertising. It's important to look at it when it is published and see, okay, well, is that the, is that how I wanted it to appear? Has something, like in, in the case sometimes in influencer marketing, has the platform tools obscured the message that I've put on my post, that it's an ad? So you have to look back on things and make sure that, they are as you want them to appear, to do a sense check, to do the due diligence. So I think that's important for some of the the adjudications that we have um, Mm. in this particular bulletin is just bringing that to light. You know, you have to be careful with advertising. Now, you mentioned social media influencers. They are a growing um, body of people on the internet. Uh, You upheld a number of complaints uh, against them. We did. And as you say, it is a growing area of advertising influencer marketing. It's growing in Ireland. It's growing worldwide. And it is, um, I suppose, we are lear- we are learning as it develops as well. So we had a number of cases which e- exemplified what I've just been saying. So, for example, in one particular case, the influencer had included the disclosure on her post before she published it. But when it was published to the platform, the profile picture obscured the particular disclosure. So the intent was there to actually disclose, but because it wasn't carried through and it wasn't amended, the, it, 
you know, it wasn't checked. So essentially it wasn't disclosed to consumers that it was an ad. In another so case... That's the, that's the important thing, isn't it? That, that these influencers need to make it clear to those who view the advert or the um, the discussion or podcast or whatever it is mm-hmm. that they are being paid to promote a product, that it's not just randomly picking a, a product that they love. No, absolutely. And I think it's, I mean, this is a principle that's been in advertising regulation for decades, Joe. You must tell people when they're being advertised to. Mm. And like we all know what, you know, when you go into an ad break on radio, what that sounds like or on television or when you easy to recognize a print ad. Um, But even in print advertising, if it is a sponsored ad, it must be clear that it's a sponsored ad. So when I think the the um, it's important to recognize that the advertisers, the companies who are paying or remunerating influencers, they also have a responsibility here. It's their advertising. They've caused it to be created. So they can't just sort of say, oh, there, I've told someone else what to do. Now you go and do it. No. They need to check. Yeah, Who gets the rap on the knuckles in that case? If, for example, I don't know, if Ferrari were mentioned by an influencer and they, and they said, oh, I've just bought the new F-150 and it's fantastic and this is great and look how fast it is. Um, who's responsible then? Well, if, the, if, if, if an individual who's creating content, an influencer, buy something and likes it and they're, they've no commercial relationship with the company, um, well, then it's not an ad. So there's, there's for us. No, there, but, but if Ferrari paid the influencer in this case and there was oh, no, right. re- and it's not made clear. Oh, both, both have a responsibility. Oh, I see. And what kind of punishments could they face? <laughs> oh, excuse me. Because I'm tired. What kind of, <laughs> what kind of punishments could they uh, face? Well, so essentially, I'm here this morning talking to you about this this whole process. So we publish all our adjudications. We publish them to media and we publish them online uh, on our website, asai.ie. So it it is essentially, it is what we would consider, it's, it's, it's a name and shame san- sanction. So it's about reputation. Right. So and it, I think there's, that's really there's no, important. There's no financial punishment or anything like that. We don't, we don't apply a fine, no. Okay. Uh, and is there recidivism, as in companies kind of re- repeat offenders? Uh, no, no, there, there, there's not actually. Um, there's, you know, I'm, I'm what, not saying that a, what, an individual company won't ever have two complaints made against them. Of course they will. But in, in relation to this particular area, that's not something that we're seeing coming through in any significant way. All right. Listen, um, you can read um, the companies that have had their knuckle, knuckles wrapped by the ASI on your website, I'm sure. Orla, thank you very much for joining us. That's Orla Toomey, the Chief Executive of the Advertising Standards Authority of Ireland. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.